Yeah, I, I think I liked the finance professor, but I did not like <laughs> Do You know, those days, Philip Kotler was like the guru of uh, marketing. And hey, pretty, I remember you mentioning that you wrote a chapter in uh, Philip Kotler's book, didn't you not? Yes. Did you not? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So that Wonderful. was obviously yeah. a crowning glory for absolutely, me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can only dream of, right? Yes. You know, we've all heard about uh, the former vice president, Al Gore, mm -hmm. and his movie, An Inconvenient Truth. Mm -hmm. And I actually had the privilege of bringing him to Seattle to launch the, his um, premiere presentation of the movie before it was a movie, when it wow. was the slideshow mm -hmm. with Laurie David. And uh, so we brought that to Seattle and we launched the Seattle Climate Protection Initiative. What got me interested is it's, it's almost like a, a headline story. So what happened was on uh, January 27th, 2017, uh, because of the Syria crisis, mm -hmm. um, the federal government, Fred, uh, President Donald Trump, he signed an executive order mm -hmm. banning seven predominantly Muslim countries from flying into the U.S. True. And as a result of this executive order, there were several repercussions. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for members of the community, all Indians look alike. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been, I was accosted twice during okay. the race. Once at a parking lot at a grocery store and once at a cafe when I was, uh, you know, um, sitting with my campaign manager. So this was, uh, you know, with potential bodily harm. Oh, my God. So that was scary. What was my dream? Not to be stuck in an arranged marriage, but to get a scholarship and to come to America. I found my dream in King County where I raised my son and worked for the public for 27 years. I launched Seattle's Climate Protection Initiative with Al Gore. My dream is to make the port a world leader and protect its environment. Please vote for me, Preeti for Port, and let's protect what we love about our home. Paid for by Preeti for Port. Preeti, uh, welcome back. Um, you know, we will switch gears here to, and you have been a long time resident of the USA. You have seen the country under transformation. You have seen the uh, community under transformation um, in Seattle area, you know, across USA and so on. So, so the Indian diaspora, the subcontinental diaspora in general has has, has it not transformed over the years? And from outside, when we see that, like, you know, Indians were successful in the, you know, American corporate world, and then uh, uh, subsequently now we see that many of the Fortune 100 companies, global giants are now headed by Indians. No need to repeat those names. Uh, we always saw that, like, in entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, taking companies IPO, you know, many of the uh, Indians were very successful. So those things were very well known. But when we look at uh, public service and, you know, when we look at, uh, you know, American elections and so on, as, you know, while, while uh, preparing for this, I kind of went in and researched like, like, you know, what is this that, that like, you know, so many people now contesting, what was it like before? 
And I, what I could see was that like an Indian got elected to the U.S. Congress way back in the late 50s and 60s. It was uh, Dalip Singh Sand. And for the next 50 years or so, you know, one does not see people of Indian origins getting, uh, you know, holding elected office in the USA. Why did the U community generally avoid electoral politics in the USA? If you could just, you know, from, from as, as a long-term resident, you have some thoughts about it? So, um, great observation. And um, I'm, I'm not going to speculate historically on, you know, trends in terms of, you know, when there were, uh, you know, uh, rise and uh, or or uh, traits of people in and out of politics or public service, Fair um, but um, I I think you generally have kind of uh, you know got got it right where you know people have been in the U.S. over the years. Uh, we saw um, you know times when there were lots of, for instance doctors and engineers and, uh, you know, in the Seattle area, for instance, we've had the Boeing company and lots of people who were doctors and, uh, you know, uh, and engineers with the Boeing company. Uh, at the same time, we've had, you know, across the country, uh, the, the community with business, the, you know, the motels, we've had uh, always in the, uh, you know, the, the uh, other jobs, the economy has been well kind of... Uh, then the IT wave. Then, then there was the IT wave, the community, the computer science. And I think as, as uh, you know, the contribution of Indians to the U.S. has always been uh, very, very significant. Yeah, economy and the jobs both, right? Yeah, they created exactly. many jobs. They contributed to the economy. Exactly. Sure, and and in, dif in different waves and in different, way, uh, different parts of the country. Sure. In fact, in the area that I live in, in the, in the greater Seattle area, just in the past decade, we've seen... Uh, a 400% growth in just the South Asian Indian community, which is significant. Right. Um, and you are right, just in the past, uh, you know, since 2000, we've seen uh, uh, lots of different, uh, um, pretty significant elected of office where the Indian community has uh, shown interest. Mm -hmm. But before that, there were some, some few offices I myself know uh, mm -hmm. someone who stood for a small uh, town mayor's office. Any There's general a, reason why they avoided it? Is that a broader you know, sense? As I'm, a, I'm like, just, like you could, you I'm might have going, got it, but it's not necessarily a research-based answer. But like, you know, we just can just get a sense as to why people. Yeah. Of is it a generational thing? So my thinking is first of all, you know, unlike in other countries like Canada or uh, England and, you know, some of the other countries across, um, you know, we're, we're still a relatively new immigrant community in the true, U.S. True, true. So, true. you know, we're, we're still coming here. Right. Uh, whereas in Canada and in, in England, you know, the Indian community has been there for more generations. True, true. Um, secondly, I think as we have come here, we're establishing ourselves. And usually the, you, you know, your first wave is in your uh, economy. You know, you sure. come here as a professional or you come here to set up your business. And it's the, 
the later generations that you know you seek home you establish yourself and then it is you know you start finding ways i mean office elected office is among other things giving back to the community so right, right. you know that's that's one way you do that so i think it's some of that as well right and um then this this uh, i i think the other thing is that um recently very right. recently for a lot of different communities and it's not just the indian community there's been lots of different movements right so is that more after 2016 or even a little earlier you know we now see you know emergence in us politics judiciary government you know um, and as you rightly say it's not just the you know subcontinental diaspora but but even other communities stepping forward you know african immigrants of of you know first generation immigrants and so on uh, so what changed yeah i i i think i think like you, 2016 was it significant our- or it started even earlier yeah i i think i think these these answers and your our thoughts are maybe sinking in the same way i think recently since 2000 i think there's a lot of different communities there's a lot of different issues where we are kind of in harmony saying we need change right. we need to speak out mm. uh, we cannot be silent anymore mm. whether it's the me too movement whether it's the black lives matter uh you know what whatever the challenges are i think communities are saying we need a voice mm-hmm. and when it is that voice that needs to come up it's kind of giving that energy and that uh, um you know it's kind of enabling and that empowerment to all right right and and some of that's moving across different lines that 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 brings me to this question like you know we see some indians supporting republicans some others supporting democrats is is the community getting divided across uh, party lines ideology lines what's going on what's your uh, observation um you know recently i went on a trip to uh, to chicago to visit my son okay. my son lives in chicago we understand and, that if you don't want to take names you perfectly understand we can oh, keep it general course, up to your course. your comfort level of course and you know i i had a very kind of a i had an observation where and and this is not just the indian uh, south asian indian community i i remember that it was not very long ago where uh, you know we could talk politics we could talk uh, uh definitely in in america where it's predominantly a two party system right where you know we could have a discussion on taxes or policies hey we could be married talk about maria shriver and arnold schwarzenegger right you know same family uh, brilliant family of politicians and have different opinions and and then move on right. and it was okay that was also true of friends right now we we came to know about ruth bader ginsburg and uh, justice anton scalia and like how they were like they would hold christmas parties together and they were like next day right. they could be on opposite uh, sides of the decision right 
Exactly. But somehow in the recent few years, that level of, you know, agreeing to disagree, mm -hmm. you know, uh, civil uh, differences of opinion Absolutely. has disappeared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It now seems to strike at core human differences. And hmm. your question about, uh, you know, among the Indian diaspora, among South Asian uh, Indians and how it is translating to the American politics is pretty significant. Mm. Um, it's going to some of those core fundamental beliefs. And that's what I'm seeing, unfortunately, with some of the, you know, narratives and some of the stories that are going on not just here in, you know, coffee table conversations, but they are being brought to council in local politics, among the community, among Indian elected officials in the US over here. And so it's you're talking about what you're saying is polarization, right? Yes, it's very sad. And, and it's really not achieving anything. Okay. And uh, I, I really wish it wasn't happening because it's, like I said, it's not serving any purpose and our goal should be to, to come together. Come together, right. And to solve, you know, much more important problems, affordable housing, homelessness, the COVID crisis that we're all facing today. Right, right. And... And those problems will be, you know, common across the community, right? It is not going to be that that the impact is going to be on party lines or something like that, right? It's it's exactly. it's on uh, a, a, a across income lines maybe, but not definitely. These impacts are never on party lines, right? Uh, nobody sort of there is no laser guided missile saying that like like okay, you know, you voted this so you will get this benefit. No, no such thing. It's it's on uh, exactly. Ah, so, I mean, again, again, for people who are observing it from outside, would, do you think these, if they sort of the way they're building up and they're manifesting themselves, will it have impact on, you know, uh, US foreign policy towards India? You know, like, like as more and more people come in and then they have polarized views, uh, you know, what are these long-term effects? Or maybe I'm, I'm thinking too much into, the, into it, uh, too much into the long-term. Will it even go all the way up to Indo-US relations or uh, will it be just now, you know, don't, don't magnify Venkat, these things? Well, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we as people, as the community, are ultimately responsible for this because we are the ones who have selected the leaders and the politicians who are, uh, you know, creating um, this kind of, uh, uh, you know, this discord amongst us. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we have to do what we have to do is to go out there and vote because we have to make sure that the voting is not 48% or 49%, but, you know, 100%. Right. And we have to choose the right leaders who will take the, 
you know, get those right priorities out there so that we can, you know, move towards harmony, move towards making those right decisions so that we get back to some kind of, uh, you know, you know, peace and prioritization and not dwell in things that is not going to get us any harmony. And should be in the center right to be able to talk to each other and uh, you right. know, have, so have a difference have of views. Right and foreign policy, we'll have the right, you know, uh, way forward. Because believe me, we're in a global crisis. We have a pandemic, we have economic recovery to, to work towards. We have a lot of issues that we can all, you know, harmoniously conquer and not be focusing on how we can tear each other apart. Excellent message, Preeti. Uh, you know, and that too, right at the, uh, you know, just we are what, three weeks away from the uh, US elections, not only presidential, but there are, you know, uh, for the Senate seats and so on and so forth. So excellent message where we would, uh, I think that's a very uh, positive appeal and tone where we could bring this uh, conversation to, to the end. Uh, listeners, uh, please uh, join us in future conversations. We would bring uh, more such conversations from uh, experts in various fields like uh, Preeti. Preeti, it was wonderful to, to have you today and uh, get an understanding of many of the things that we sort of see about USA, about the Indian community in USA and what's going on. And, uh, you know, uh, so, so and get a better sense, better understanding. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience, your, your uh, insights and so on. And viewers, please uh, join us, subscribe to Move Conversations and uh, look forward to seeing you once again in the next one. Preeti, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much.